How do you become the world's best commercial realtor with Remax? Check out this week's episode as we sit down with Ted Cockwell of the Cockwell Group, the number one commercial realtor with Remax. This is the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the show that highlights Saskatchewan real estate. Looking to buy your first house, your next investment property? Subscribe to never miss an episode. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Welcome back to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. My name is Ron Caroni, your host, and today we're very excited to have Ted Cockwell uh, on the, the show here. So Ted is the owner operator of the Cockwell Group. He's based out of Saskatoon, pretty well known in Saskatchewan and starting to be a, a global phenomenon, Ted, listed as Remax's number one commercial agent. How long has that been going on for? Um, I guess it was just uh, this year that that uh, I reached uh, you know number one uh, commercial agent in the world status. It was a, a goal that I set back in 2016, so I've been working towards it for a while, and uh, we're okay. we reached that this year, which is great. So when you're working towards something like becoming the number one commercial realtor for a big company like Remax, is that something that you you know, the, the old eat the elephant one piece at a time, or, or did you always have a roadmap of how that was going to happen? Well, I, uh, you know, I've always been someone that likes to set uh, far-fetched goals uh, in my personal life, in my business life, in, in all aspects of my life. And um, I feel you have to have those lofty goals if you're ever going to achieve them. And every one of them, when I've set it, you know, it sounded ridiculous even to myself. So you kind of start out with the fake it till you make it thing and you have to get yourself believing this actually could be a reality someday. And, um, you know, it, it's it's pretty complex uh, the way that I approach this, to be honest. But it it's basically, you know, you set the goal and you work backwards from the goal um, to where you are and, and just believing that you can get there. And then I think being willing to take radical action, uh, whatever that may be, uh, to ensure that you actually get there at some point. And uh, what I've learned is that things always twist and turn and uh, the path is never the path that you think it will be. So you have to do a lot of correct and continue and correct and continue and keep correcting and continuing on the path. So let's trace it back to the origin of the path. Tell us how you got your start in, in real estate, Ted, and, and kind of how the, the journey progressed for you. Yeah, well, great question. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur, so I've owned and operated many businesses. Um, my first business was uh, a grain farm and started really small, humble beginnings and kind of built that up a little bit. And simultaneously, while that was running, I also operated um, a custom application business where I sprayed fields for, for other farmers. And, um, and simultaneously with that, at one point, I actually had a uh, well, number of different tourism businesses as well. And so um, eventually, the tourism businesses grew to the point where I'd uh, built one of the most uh, luxurious and remote lodges in Canada up in Northern Saskatchewan. And so I actually sold the farm and did that for a few years. And then I bounced out of that into doing uh, consulting type work for a couple of years. 
just helping other primarily fishing lodges around Canada uh, in the Yukon, BC, Saskatchewan. Um, did help some other businesses as well with marketing and uh, you know business plans, strategic plans, things of that nature. Um, but I always felt there was something more and um, mm. didn't know what that was. And uh, in a, you know, not quite 11 years ago, I, I saw an opportunity in Saskatchewan. You know, things were starting to shift here economically. Um, the mindsets of people were starting to shift. And I thought, you know, real estate is going to be a good thing in this province as this thing takes off. And so, you know, to be honest, I'd actually had some bad luck in a previous business. So I was starting, you know, in the hole. Like I, I had no money. I was actually um, really at the point of bankruptcy where I had a lot of bad debt from the old business. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought, well, I'm going to get into real estate because I think it's going to be a good thing. And um, yeah, and I jumped into it uh, and thinking I was going to do more of the commercial aspect and quickly pivoted to farmland because, you know, I'm a fourth generation farmer and both sides of my family and I understood it and I got going and things just took off remarkably well like I was um, you know creating success for my clients at a rate that you know people never seen before and it took me a few years to figure out why that was because uh, you know I was getting asked to speak and people were interviewing me and what's your secret to success and I didn't know until several years in and and I finally came to the realization that I had a PhD in this. You know, all of my successes and, and, and more failures in previous businesses had taught me everything I needed to know to be, you know, a world-class farmland realtor, right? I, I'd farmed, you know, I'd had a custom app business in the farming sector. I'd um, owned these, you know, uh, actually owned four different fly and fishing resorts. So I understood marketing and sales. And, you know, I had 22 staff up, up at my one lodge. So I understood how to manage people and how to, you know, create systems and procedures. And so, you know, I, I could go on and on and on, but in short, I had all of the skills that I needed to, the, to bring to the table to ensure my client's success in this world. So it, it was really easy when I got here. Um, but it wasn't as easy for the previous, you know, couple of decades. It's so interesting how life can kind of take you. And as you mentioned, through many different paths and none of it would make sense that if you were to try to maybe start off to say, I'm going to do all of these little things. And one day it's going to lead me into this position where I am today. But, you know, in some sense that kind of builds you up to, to where you are. And, and that is such an interesting way that life does that for, for many people in different aspects. Ted, if, if we were to look at kind of the, the, your operation today, uh, I, I know to, to run a successful business like you do, it, it takes more than, than just one person. What, what, does the, what does the Cockwell Group look like as far as uh, an organization? You know, we're, we're purposefully small. Um, in my younger years, I always thought, you know, bigger is better and growing is, you know, it looks big and it feels big and you have lots of people and lots of moving parts and took a little bit of a different approach um, with the Cockwell Group. I knew that I couldn't give the level of service 
that I needed to get the clients by myself. So I knew that I needed to have a team. Um, but I wanted it to be as small as possible. Hmm. Um, this is maybe an interesting analogy, but something like the Navy sales approach, right? Like you've got a really small team of highly trained individuals that can execute, you know, tasks that most people can't really complex tasks with success. And so with our team, there's myself kind of as the team leader. And then we have um, two client service specialists and they both work in, um, you know, doing, making sure that the clients are happy every step of the way and working with some of the administration type stuff. And then we have uh, one other agent. And then we have one uh, gentleman on the team that just does, uh, you know, photography, drone videos, um, you know, placing signs and stuff when he's on site with the drone. So a really small team of uh, five people. And um, yeah, it's been working remarkably well. I wish we had an hour just to unpack all of this, Ted. I, I know time is of the essence, but I, I did want to quickly touch on the fact that some of your photos and videos that you take, if you go to your website, I, I would say is some of the most well-marketed pieces of farmland out there. Now, is that a big aspect to this is that you can take a customer or a client and say, look how well we, you know, we market these pieces and you do a great job of capturing, I would say, not that farmland can always be beautiful, but it, it, it is, it looks quite nice. Is that an aspect to it? Yeah. Like, well, I think one thing that's, I'm going to give you a bit of a longer answer to that, but I think one thing that's unique about the way that I've approached real estate is I've always looked at it like a business and almost every other person out there that I know are salespeople and the really good salespeople do do a lot better. Um, but I've always looked at it like a business. And so you've mentioned the marketing component and marketing is certainly one aspect to creating a successful business. And in this business, it really is important. It's one of the top uh, key pieces, but there's many, many other pieces uh, that most people never look at. And it's funny, I get asked this question a lot and everyone assumes it's just marketing. Like you've cracked the code mm -hmm. and you know how to reach these buyers and sellers. And that's only part of it. You know, there's a hundred little things of how do you interact with them and how do you ensure they get what they need and make sure you're listening enough to know what they need. And so, you know, there, there's there's a lot more to it, but certainly we do um, have a unique marketing approach that I haven't seen elsewhere yet. It, it's very um, holistic approach. Um, we kind of hit all of the platforms and, you know, through the process of elimination and, and failing at a bunch of them, we, we figured out the core of, of what really works well there. I heard it in a previous interview, Ted, and I'll ask you to repeat it here, kind of your core values uh, as, as a business, because I thought it was really indicative of potentially why you've had the success that you've had. Yeah, well, you know, if, if you go to our website or you go to a lot of our marketing pieces or you attend any of our team meetings, um, we have a Zoom meeting because we're all virtual. I've been virtual for about seven years. So long before COVID, <laughs> we were here virtually. Um, but every single meeting starts with a happy moment. And then we move on to our um, mission statement. And that mission statement is our core values. And so 
Um, it quite simply says, making the world a better place through honesty, integrity, commitment, innovation, growth, and exemplary customer service in real estate. So every single week, and often many times a week, every member of the team speaks to that. And so we stay on point, you know. Um, I think there's this awkward thinking or feeling by a lot of people in society that to get ahead, maybe you have to step on someone's toes to get there. Hmm. And that's simply not true. Um, we take the approach that we're, we truly are here to make the world a better place. Um, we donate heavily to lots of local charities. Um, we help the members of our team. We help our clients first and foremost. We're always focused on them and giving back to them or whoever we have to. Um, and, you know, through being honest and high integrity and, and doing those things and caring about people, it's magical that, you know, the results are as powerful and profound as they are. And it's really, we're not thinking about numbers or data. Sure, we had the goal from 2016, let's be number one in the world. And then every day we just focused on the clients and doing the right thing. So, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's important to us. Everyone on this team was recruited because of their character. And we can teach them our world-class systems and procedures and process flows. But, you know, really, we have a core group of people that believe in that mission statement and believe in those values. And we actually, you know, live it and breathe it every single minute of every day. And it's amazing what happens when your character lines up with what you're doing. And if you really believe that you are helping, all of a sudden that work is, is so much lighter. So I, I really appreciated that. So thanks for expanding on that, Ted. Um, if a new agent is listening to this, and I'm sure you get asked this a lot, being a successful realtor, you know, what, what are a few key pieces of advice that you would give to someone who is just starting out as a realtor? Yeah, that's a great question and not one I've given a lot of thought, really. But, you know, I think one of the most important pieces is that you need to have a mentor. You need to have somebody that's actually shown real success, like someone that's, you know, if you're envisioning yourself where you want to be, someone that's past that marker, you know, mm -hmm. someone that you can respect as an individual and as a, a business person. and you know, and, and that could be, you know, your broker, that could be a team leader. If you're on a team, that could be a coach. Um, that could be a friend that could be, you know, a number of people, uh, or maybe more than one, but I think you need somebody to get you access to information in a quick manner. So you don't spend, you know, your life searching for these answers. You need people that can just say three, right. <laughs> Round. <laughs> blue, you know, and you just take those pieces, trust them and move on because uh, it's a long, hard road if you have to figure everything out on your own. So if you can find those people <clears throat> with the knowledge um, that you can trust, uh, I think that will really accelerate uh, your growth in this business. I would say it's probably very similar to to being a mortgage broker in the sense that there's so much information that you have to intake at the very beginning of your career. 
while you're also trying to be a realtor or a mortgage broker. And so as you start to get those initial clients, it's really impossible for you to be able to serve them as you would if you knew all the answers. And, and maybe to your point, Ted, having someone that you can go to and say, you know, what's the next step and have that quick, competent answer still allows you to create those relationships with clients as you're as you're working on your business. Absolutely. Like on our team, for example, I actually work with two different coaches um, and have other mentors as well. Um, I've hired coaches for the agents on the team. I've hired coaches for the client service specialists on the team. Everybody on the team is not only coached by me, but also by others. And we're all trying to learn together and just accelerate our, our growth. And and a lot of that is individual growth, right? Like you think like, oh, how can I be better in this industry? Well, you know, how can you be better as an individual? So we we take that approach and try and build yourself self up as an individual first. And then that just sort of transmutes into your work on the Cockwell group rather than, oh, how do I do better marketing or how do I Sure, we do some of that stuff, but 90% of it is how do I be a more solid individual if that's making sure that, you know, you go to yoga every morning or the gym or you're eating healthy or you're, you know, dealing with some tough stuff in your life, which we all go through and you're processing it and getting it, you know, moved through so you can be happy on the other side. We we focus a lot on personal growth too, which is, I think, another key to success. Awesome. I I would be remiss if I let this interview go by without touching on uh, a little bit of the ag sector, because I know it has been a really good one for 2022, at least for the farming side. What are are you seeing, Ted, as far as farmland is concerned and kind of maybe your uh, take on where we currently are and maybe a little prediction heading into next year? Ooh, the predictions are tricky ones, but uh, I can certainly tell you where we are and maybe throw around a few loose ideas about where we may be in the future. So, um, you know, we've just come out of, uh, you know, over a decade, 10 or 12 years of pretty sharp incline in farmland values. Um, They've been appreciating kind of at unprecedented rates. That's mostly been driven by profitability at the farm gate. Um, the last couple years, the province has been really in an unusual position for a couple of reasons. Number one, we have record low farmland listings. So we have all this buyer demand, but really nothing for sale. So that's been making it challenging for buyers, although it's been a tremendous time to be a seller because people are literally fighting over the listings. Um, another interesting piece the last couple of years that's driving all this is we've had, um, you know, record high grain prices. And so that's driving the profitability at the farm gate. And hence, all the farmers that are supposed to be retiring or exiting are saying, I'm going to go one more year. <laughs> so uh, we've had that happen for a couple of years. Um, you know, there's parts of the province that have been very profitable, uh, the ones that were in good weather areas and got good crops. And there's other areas over the last couple of years that although grain prices were high, didn't have good crops. So the province is kind of split. And, um, you know, commodity prices, grain prices have just taken major drops in the past few months, you know, like huge drops, you know, from 30 to 100 percent, depending on which commodity. Um, Interest rates have taken huge uh, rises up. They've essentially doubled 
um, from where they were. If you're renewing a loan that you had, you know, that's three or four years old, the new rates will be double what they were. Um, still historically low interest rates, but but they're on the sharp increase. So, you know, where are we going? Well, we certainly have a couple of key factors moving against us. Commodity prices are down, interest rates are up. So, um, you know, when, when talking to sellers, I'm certainly telling them, you know, give us a call now. You know, we could we could be hitting a short term peak. Um, you know, things could get cooled down for a bit. I think long term, I'm extremely bullish on farmland values. Um, but, you know, I, I think we're going to, you know, there's a couple of factors moving against us right now, and nobody really knows um, how much they're going to impact farmland values or liquidity of farmland. It's always interesting that there are multiple factors that go into boosting a supply and multiple factors that go into boosting or declining a demand. And lots of these things are always fighting against each other. And it's never just one thing that will push things one way or the other. So, you know, I, yeah, predictions are very hard, but I, I appreciate your, your detailed answer on that, Ted. And I like to ask everyone who comes on the podcast, Ted, uh, this question, it's what piece of advice would you give to a younger version of yourself? So not necessarily even as a realtor, but let's say that you're a young man coming out of high school. If you could go back and shake your hand and say, you know, here's the one thing you should do, what would it be? Have fun. Yeah, like enjoy life, enjoy every moment of it, you know, like uh, don't get cornered into doing something that you think you should do or have to do, you know, and, and this is such a cliche, but like follow your heart, like honestly, you know, like really just go do what speaks to you and go do what you want to do and be brave. Like it might sound foolish to yourself or others, but just do it. And I mean, that's what I did. I did a lot of crazy things, you know, and along the way and things that people said, oh, you shouldn't do that. You couldn't do that. And a lot of them didn't work out, you know, but I had a lot of fun. I had a tremendous amount of learnings and, um, you know, life is short, right? It's really short. So just make sure that you're having fun and following your heart and, and whatever you do, and then you can't really go wrong. And I'm sorry, that's such a cliche answer, but it's the best one I have. Well, sometimes the cliches hold those deep truths. <laughs> and I think yeah. within that, it is exactly, you expand upon it well, that um, if you are following something that you are in tune with or makes you happy, even if that's not the forever thing, I, I can I can personally speaking that from a, from a broadcasting background that it's not where I where I ended up. But it was immensely valuable moving forward in every aspect of my life. And so it didn't really make sense at the time, maybe for other people. But as you kind of go through life, things do make more sense. Exactly. Yeah. You looking in the rearview mirror, everything's clear, you know, when you're looking out the windshield, it's it's a bit of a mystery. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Ted, just lastly, give us some places where people can find you online. If someone's interested in listing or selling some farmland, if they just want to have a, a chat with you, or they just want to keep up with everything that's happening with the Cockwell Group, how can they find you? Uh, yeah, numerous ways to find us. You can always reach out and phone me direct at 306-986-7255. Um, also at uh, cockwellgroup.com. That's C-A-W-K-W-E-L-L group.com. 
and uh, either of those will uh, will get you to us. And I'd I'd love to chat with with anyone out there. It's uh, this is a passion of mine, so I love talking to people about farmland and farmland real estate. Wonderful, awesome. Thanks so much for your time, Ted. Really appreciate it and your, your valuable information. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you're looking for more information just like this, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the YouTube algorithm by giving us a little thumbs up. Until next week, I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Bye for now. Oh,